0: Welcome back to Sunshine with Rain. I'm Lauren Cologne,
1: And I'm Julie Hayes. Today, we have a special guest, Hannah Gothi, who's been my best friend since seventh grade. So what is that? Like 14 years? Oh. <laughs> we are old as fuck. Um, do you want me to introduce you, or do you want to introduce yourself? Take it away. I had a feeling. Hannah is 27 years old. She just got wifed up with her boyfriend, um, and she also traveled abroad for, several, for forever, right? Like, you went to Copenhagen, you went to Prague, you also spent a year in Spain teaching English. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Hannah brushes her hair, but it's pretty rare. It, hey, it still looks good, so. It does. Okay. She's not wrong.
0: So welcome. We are so thankful to have you. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. So before we get started, we have a seasonal affective disorder, PSA, falls in full swing and winter is coming. Um, Seasonal depression is a mood disorder that is characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every single year. So seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight at certain times of the year. So if you feel depressed, reach out to the people that you love the most or you can shoot us a DM you're not
1: alone, you will be okay,
0: and you are loved.
1: This episode, we're going to be discussing natal and birth charts. So each of us come into the world with a unique natal birth chart, which is based on the exact time, date, and place of our birth. And it's completely specific to us. Your chart is basically a photograph of the heavens based on the time that you were born. um, And it basically serves as a cosmic map or navigational device for your journey on earth. Astrology offers a completely unique and profound perspective, How the planets intersect with our lives from birth and throughout our journey. Your birth chart shows how the planets are uniquely arranged against the backdrop of the 12 signs of the zodiac and the 12 areas of the human experience that are called zodiac houses. It is encoded with your personality characteristics, life's patterns, cycles, and soul's intentions. It also shows the timing of your personal development, transformation, and growth. So what we're going to talk about in this episode is something
2: that's known as your big three. So we're going to talk about your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. The sun sign determines your ego, identity, and role in life. It's the core of who you are, and it's a sign you're most likely to already know. So, my sun sign is Leo. A Leo is known for being fundamentally bold and proud. They love attention and to be cared for. They pay it back in kind with their charm and their ability to make people feel better when they're blue. They know what their skills are and how to use them. Do you feel like that's accurate to you? Um... Sometimes. I think that one big characteristic of Leo's is that they're very passionate, and I would say that I'm a very passionate person. Huh. Intrigue. Would um, you agree?
1: Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not, <laughs> sorry, that made me sound like a dick, but um, I am a Taurus, so I am stable, deliberate, and practical, but I am pretty damn stubborn. Um, My sensual side takes comfort and pleasure very seriously. I appreciate the nice things when they're useful and meaningful. And people in my life usually um, appreciate how reliable that I am.
0: Yeah, I can definitely attest to that. Juan is a Taurus as well. And you both are very similar in personality and behavior. And so I can definitely say that that speaks true to the Taurus form. I am a Sagittarius, which means that I am fundamentally curious Restless and independent. I have strong thought through ideas about meaning and what's right or wrong. Interested in pushing the boundaries of the existent. They live to be free, to travel, and to learn. I feel like that's very true for me. And I feel like my sign and my Enneagram go hand in hand because I have a strong meaning of what's right and what's wrong. And my sign is very skeptical. Um, my Enneagram is very skeptical. So I feel like that's true to me.
1: I agree with you. You do? Yeah, I think that sounds like you.
2: So the second part of the birth chart we're going to talk about is your moon sign. So the moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. So your sun sign is kind of the front you put on when you're friends with somebody. The moon sign is more of what you see from your close friends. So Lauren and I actually both have the same moon sign. We are Gemini moons. So the Gemini moon, the emotional self is often restless and unsettled. They're extremely adaptable, which sometimes makes them feel pulled in too many directions. They are easily bored and need to feel like they are free to be creative and create meaning, which can make them feel like they're in a constant identity crisis. Interestingly enough, my Enneagram type is also a six, and I feel like this really resonates with that being so skeptical and needing that security of my friends like Julie, who are Tauruses and who are much more stable and calm and steady, because I feel like my moon sign makes me so kind of emotionally all over the place.
0: I think it's so funny because my sister, she actually sent me the Enneagram test, and she's also a six, but her sign is a Gemini. Yeah. So I think that's why her and I also get along so well is because of my moon sign, and I can relate to her in different ways, and that's really where that key twin soul thing comes
1: in for the both of us. Yeah, no, this is like dead on the fucking money for both (laughs) of you. Hannah is constantly having an emotional meltdown, and you... I, you, you literally look for the worst in everything. And it just really stresses me out. <laughs> you guys give me perpetual anxiety. Maybe this is because I'm an Aries. Like my moon sign is Aries. So I am independent, energetic, and enthusiastic, which, hey oh, sounds like me if I've ever heard anything that's exactly who I am. I have a tendency to feel inadequate and overcompensate just because failure is a possibility. And if that is not my type three self, you know.
2: You know who else is an Aries Moon is Rihanna. And I feel like that just speaks to like that bad bitch energy that both of you have. Oh my gosh.
1: I, I am Rihanna now. <laughs> Can we name this episode the episode where Julie's actually Rihanna featuring Hannah Gothi? Yes. We'll Perfect. Love that. And now it's in record, so (laughs) you can't change your mind. (laughs) So what is the rising and ascendant sign?
2: So your ascendant is the mask you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people you first meet when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. So this is part of astrology that people say your appearance can come from.
1: So mine is cancer. So this is like, if you don't really know someone. Yeah. And, like, so basically when I meet people, people are, like, she's, like, a a dumb bitch. A lot of people are, like, she's just, like, really spacey. She's kind of stupid. She's really loud. Mm -hmm. Like, that. Before Mm -hmm. they get to know me, which is my son sign. Yeah. And then once you really get to know me... My moon sign? Yeah. So I kind of describe it
2: as like level one, two, and three of getting to know someone. So like you're rising is level one, whereas like when I first meet you and we're sitting and talking at a bar, for example, that would be like my level one, my rising sign. Once you get to know me and we hang out, that's level two of your sun sign. Then once you really get to know me and you see me crying in a closet. (laughs) That's my moon sign coming through. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, So my rising sign is cancer. So cancers come across as sweet, gentle, intuitive, and warm, though some may regard this as overly emotional and sensitive to criticism, which I mean like if I have never read anything more true about my life ever. (laughs) I am such a baby when it comes to criticism. I can't take anything like not personally. This is actually I think why I'm so good with working with kids and why I love working with kids because I have that kind of maternal instinct just in the sense of being more like warm and friendly. People sometimes don't say that about me when they first meet me though. I think I kind of give like more of a like RBF all the time when I meet people. I'm, But that's because I'm very like protective. I have kind of that cancer like hard shell outer appearance when I first meet people. Wow, I feel
0: like that's literally me, but that has nothing to do with mine at all. Um, mine is a Pisces. I come across as kind, dreamy, imaginative, and sensitive. Most of my actions seem subtle and non-aggressive, and they m- sometimes come off as indecisive. I'm definitely an indecisive person, but... Because
1: of your pros and cons list. Oh, yeah. hundred percent.
2: pros and cons list. I love them. Me too.
0: Yeah. It, it literally helps me keep my mind on track. Because I just spend so much time wallowing in decisions. So one thing that I think really hit the nail on the head was the sensitivity part. Because I am super sensitive. Like like you were saying, Hannah, I just don't do well with criticism. And it just really makes me want to like get
1: in my little shell and just kind of stay there, you know? Julie, what about you? So my rising sign is Aquarius. So it says that I come across as broad-minded, intellectual, and prone to abstraction. Though kind of detached... Um, from like the real world. So it says my unconventional interests may seem eccentric or pretentious to others. And I think that's actually like pretty accurate because I think people either think that like I'm really snobby and like stuck up, um, and like spacey, or they think that I really, really, really have my shit together, but that I'm super liberal, which isn't wrong.
2: I would agree. I think that, you know, Aquarius is known for kind of being like the very, not brash in a negative way, but not afraid of being who they are, and I would say that that's definitely something that comes across the minute people meet you.
0: I feel like Aquariuses are just a really unapologetic kind of sign, and I feel like that's definitely you to a T. I sometimes I apologize. Mm, very rare.
2: You never apologize about who you are, though. You know, you're not someone who's going to be quieter or more calm just because of somebody else
1: you know? Yeah, that's true. When Hannah and I were fighting last night, <laughs> I was like, I'm not sorry for how I feel, but I'm sorry if it's an inconvenient time for you to deal with it.
2: <laughs> and in true cancer fashion, I was like, take your time, feel your feelings, you know, just let it out. Do your thing, girl. <laughs> feelings are cool. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was crazy. And that's when I say, wow, I'm freaking psychotic. <laughs> just a little bit. So what two signs out of these three, so it's your sun, your moon, and your rising, right? That's the three. Um, Which two would you say that you resonate with the most and which one the least, Hannah?
2: I would say my moon and my rising, I resonate with quite a bit. You know, I am someone who can be very protective of myself when it comes to strangers. I tend to be a little more low key when I first meet someone I'm definitely someone who's very intuitive. You hear about my crazy dreams that I have all the time. Um, And my moon sign for sure, because I overanalyze everything constantly. I like can't have a feeling without breaking it down. And I'm not someone who really feels my feelings most of the time. I have to take a step back and like, why am I feeling this way? What's making me feel this way? Um, So when I first learned about my moon sign, I was like, this is the most accurate thing I've ever read in my entire life. My sun sign, I think, is a little more, I don't feel it's 100% relatable because Leos are known for being like very dramatic, the center of attention, loud, bold, and I'm just not really that type of person, you know? So for me, that's the one that I think is a little less how I truly feel like I am as a person
1: her and I are
0: literally the same it's so scary
1: imagine being me and having to spend time I talk to Hannah like every night and I talk to you like every day and I'm it's just it's just so much of Hannah happening all the time it's like at least you know I feel like I'm really good at being your friend Lauren it's like all my trial and error went to Hannah and now you just get like the best version of our friendship you know what I mean Oh my gosh, it's like I'm the older
2: child that you fucked everything up with and she's like the younger child that now you can like parent accurately. But honestly, like at least we're really cool because, you know, if there's going to be two of us, at least we're cool, you know? I definitely (laughs) agree. And it's so funny that you say that because
0: I am the youngest child. I have (laughs) three three older sisters and my older sisters are literally the, the prototype children. And then my parents were like, oh. Here's the younger one. She could do whatever. She could live with her boyfriend before marriage,
2: blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hell yeah, what's good, guys? I'm here. (laughs) You know, <laughs> That's so funny though, because I'm the oldest girl and I have two younger sisters. So I was the one that I had to like show my sisters how to shave their legs. And like, I had to do the whole Lizzie McGuire, like I want a bra with my mom because my mom was just like, we don't know how to have a girl. So I, maybe that's why it works like that. Cause I'm the opposite.
0: Wow. That's so
2: funny. This is
0: so scary. Yeah. Julie, thank you for bringing her. You can leave now.
1: I'm yeah. honestly Bye. uncomfortable. Like stop talking. <laughs> 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 i'm feeling <laughs> i'm feeling really replaced right now um my type three is like glowing like with rage and jealousy don't worry julie you're number one in both of our hearts okay? yes
2: always and if her and i hung out all the time it would just be this cycle of like crying and indecision we oh need my you god to take charge and just like lead us in the right direction <laughs>
0: We could fill a pool with our tears.
1: Probably. Oh yeah. my God. Wow. <laughs> needs the ocean? No, 100%. So I'm just going to talk about uh, my, my top two. Um, I would say I actually resonate more with my sun sign as a Taurus and my moon sign as an Aries and less with my um, rising sign as Aquarius. I would say that I am definitely a Taurus through and through. I am very much into my own like i'm into like my comfortable living zone like i really like my home comfort i really like to like to like chill and rest and recharge and just like and i'm very stubborn and i, I mean i'm a tourist through and through and through so um, definitely that, and then also as far as the Aries of it all, I'm my enneagram and my moon sign are one in the same. I definitely have a tendency to feel inadequ- inadequate, and I am constantly overcompensating. Lauren just yawned, so I'm just. Am I boring you or? <laughs> 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 I just need to know. <laughs> I'm fucking
0: no, I you feel inadequate not. right now, so you are not boring me, and you're definitely overcompensating. <laughs> So now that I can breathe because Julie finally called me out on my shit, um, I'm going to talk about my top two and I would say that my sun and my moon signs are more apparent for me. Sometimes when I read my horoscopes as a Sagittarius, I don't really identify with it, but I will say that in terms of the sun sign, I do have really well thought out ideas because I spend so much time on my decisions and trying to figure out what those are. I am very independent. I definitely live to be free. I love to travel. And I always say that I should be a professional student because I love to learn. And I wanted to be a teacher growing up.
2: Oh, cute. And I
0: actually went... My first major was secondary social science, so history. And I would say that I just always want to be in a learning capacity. For my Gemini, the emotional self is often restless, me as fucking hell because I'm just constantly thinking about my choices and my decisions. Did I do the right thing? I'm living in the what if I'm trying to figure out how to move forward. And I simply can't because I cannot fucking see the future. And that is what frustrates me to no fucking end. Um, I'm definitely extremely adaptable. I would say that I'm like a hermit crab. Is that a hermit crab? Chameleon? Chameleon. 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 Yeah. Hannah knows. hermit
2: crab. (laughs) Hermit (laughs) crabs like change color. No, they're the ones that you paint. uh, But
0: but I would say like hermit crab because I can move from like place to place or like, you know how they shed their shell and they move on. I would say that I'm definitely a chameleon because I can blend in with my surroundings and I have no problem adapting to change. I don't necessarily like change, but I can adapt to it pretty well and I would... I say that I'm definitely in an identity crisis all the time and that's what being a a Gemini moon is about because I feel like every couple months or year or whatever I have to scrap my identity and
2: start over. Yeah, I can completely 100% relate to that and I think that um, Sagittarius and Gemini are actually opposite signs, I think. Don't quote me. No, Maybe not, but they're both known for being very intellectual signs. So having the two of those together, I can see how that would kind of like fuel the fire even more to make it more that you overanalyze, you think so much, you're always thinking about stuff. So I can see how they would go hand in hand, you know? I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have
0: a question. What about compatibility with two signs? Like I'm a Sagittarius and my boyfriend is a Taurus. He's just like Julie, bullheaded as fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Are
0: they super compatible or are more signs compatible with others? Like how does that work?
2: So that's one of those times where you would want to have the person's entire birth chart and look at it to see because there's so many other things that go into all of that That compatibility on the sun sign level, it's more of a superficial thing. That's more of like if you get along as friends, whereas you want to look at things like your Venus sign, your Mars sign, all of those sorts of things will give you a, and your moon sign is a big one too, because that's how you are intellectually and how you relate like emotionally to people. So looking at the compatibility from that perspective, you would want to have the whole bigger picture to really see that. Like, if you guys actually get along. I don't trust the whole, like... This sign gets along with this sign well because I think people are a little more complex than that, but I do think that there are certain personality types that will work better. Julie and my other best friend Sierra are both Tauruses, and so I'm just, apparently I really love Tauruses. (laughs) Apparently it's a sign I love, but then um, my boyfriend Matt is an Aquarius, so he's supposed to be like my complete opposite, and he is in some ways, but in a lot of ways, not really, so I think that that is
1: something I kind of take with a grain of salt. Interesting. Interesting. All of my friends are Cancers. Really? No, Erin's a Cancer. Marisol's a Cancer. Ty's a Cancer. Who else is a Cancer? I'm a Cancer Rising. Everyone is a Cancer. Oh, so I guess we're not friends then. I'll go fuck myself. (laughs) you have cancer in your birth chart somewhere? Um, probably not. You I might. Do. You might. I don't know. We'll I haven't see. looked at it. I apparently love people that are not emotionally stable and cry a lot because I really just have all my shit together so much like a Pisces. Like I can really throw down with the Pisces. You know what I mean? Like I, because everyone, I also really like being like the friend that you come to for advice and like the mom friend. So I tend to to get along better with people that don't have as huge of personalities that I do or aren't as stubborn as I am. Like, put me in a room with a Scorpio. I will just be screaming all day long. Really big, big personalities I struggle with, which is like, like it's funny because obviously my sister we get along really great, but we also grew up together. So we're so similar based on like our upbringing too, but she's an Aries. So, and usually I don't really get along with an Aries, which is funny because that's my moon sign. Yeah. And that's what I was just thinking is I was like, it's your moon sign. That's why
2: you both have that like passionate fire energy, it's because you guys aren't in competition. You know what I mean? Because she's your sister, you guys don't have to compete. So that's why those energies mesh well.
1: Yeah. I think if Jenna and I were the same age, we would like we would fight nonstop, but we're always in a little bit of a different place because she's five years older than me. So I think that if we were the same age, like we would have competed more, but Um, I've always like when we were younger, I did struggle with that a little bit because I felt like my parents like all they wanted me. And we've talked about this on the podcast before. Is that I felt like the pressure to do exactly what Jenna does and kind of like follow in her footsteps, right? But we're not the same people. Um, so that's something that I struggled with for a while. But now as adult people, she's always on a different like, right? She's she's also very supportive. If you've met her, like there's just something very like maternal about her. It's gotten a lot better as we've gotten older and she's just going through different life experiences and she and she's always been very supportive where I've been the one that's like what the hell? I don't have to do everything she wants to do. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've seen that kind of change go as you've gotten older and how your attitude has changed a little bit towards that and you're more comfortable being your own person and doing things that make you happy and what it is that you want to do. And it's been a really awesome thing to watch, just saying.
1: Thank you so much for coming onto my podcast just to compliment me publicly. I love that for me. That's literally the
2: reason why I'm here.
1: Just to, like, put you, you know,
2: put my love for you on blast so everybody knows.
1: My type three is
2: be
0: Honestly, everybody gets you a Hannah, 100%. Aww. 1,000% gets you a Hannah. So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at sunshinewithrainpodcast and check out our website,
1: www.sunshinewithrain.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on all platforms. We'd like to take a minute to thank our guest and my best friend, Hannah, for collaborating with us on this week's episode. Hannah, where can our listeners look you up and stalk you? Well, my
2: Instagram's kind of boring, but you're more than welcome to follow me on Instagram at hgothe, that's G-O-E-T-H-E. Thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast and putting up with me fidgeting for the past entire time we've been recording (laughs) and thank you for letting me nerd out about astrology i loved it
1: i loved it too i'm actually really glad we did this episode i've been super pumped about it it
0: was a great episode and i've honestly learned much more about myself than i ever thought that i would with those with the different signs so with that being said we'll talk to y'all next week stay thirsty my
1: friends cheers